This is Cloven Crow with my co-host Jack coming to you from across the net. We are here to challenge your beliefs and unshackle your mind. So kick back, relax, and most of all, be prepared to think. think, think. I am Cloven Crow, and this is uh, my co-host Jack. So, and today we are just having a casual conversation, and we started talking about. Uh, the um, freedom of speech restrictions that are being uh, enforced by uh, social media platforms. And we will probably get into, um, you know, how um, channels of information are being manipulated by uh, media as well. So what do you, what do you think, Mr. Jack? Yeah, I think it's all pure propaganda. Of course they're, of course they're, censoring speech well do you, you think know? there's any truth in it whatsoever there has to be some truth in it what do you mean truth in what the fact that they're censoring of course they're censoring i mean hell they kick people off the there's your proof okay the when truth. i said that i was i was thinking uh, like uh, just news like well there may be some truth in something but as far as i can tell most of it's just pure lies you know, they take information, manipulate it around. There's no truth in the story. They tell all these things. Who knows if it's true or not? You can't find out. You know, used to be that you could get on the Internet, get on some of these platforms, talk to people from all over the world. So it was kind of hard, kind of hard for people to make up stories and just bald faced lie. But now they censor those people. They kick them off their platforms. You know, you, you can't find out anything. If I want to know what's going on, you know, in Baltimore, I'd like to talk to somebody in Baltimore. Right, right. You know, but it's, you know, it's getting to the point where there are so many frauds, shills, I think they call them, and where they actually put people online to misinform. Yeah, this is kind of why I've uh, sort of shut off the news. I'll watch it occasionally, but um, I can't really trust what I'm listening to or what I'm watching. So what I do is I go to the obvious liars like CNN, Yahoo, <laughs> stuff like that. They're just full of it. They're, I guess, in the today's political arena, they're far left. They go with everything far left. A lot of socialist propaganda, a lot of communist propaganda, fascist propaganda. Right. Well, it's you know, done. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to play the devil's advocate here. Um, so, as far as truth is concerned, I mean, there are like fundamental truths, like you know, uh, what goes up must come down, and fire's gonna burn your ass if you jump into it. But other than that, um, other than these fundamental truths, you know, a lot of times truth is it's about perspective. You're, you're bad. I'm good. Just according to my perspective. Well, we started off with the idea of, uh, freedom of speech. Right. Yeah. And freedom of speech is pretty well defined. You, you know, it's easy freedom. You have the freedom to speak your mind. 
what we're dealing with today are people who say, oh, that's offensive. And so therefore that <laughs> is being restricted. So right. whose perspective am I supposed to look from? I look at the Constitution and the fact that the freedom of speech in this country is guaranteed by the Constitution. Then we have these billionaires who decide that, well, I don't like that. So we're I'm not going to have that on our platform. And there goes freedom of speech. Social media is just like a newspaper. And if you print lies in a newspaper or you refuse to print a story, I guess it's up to the individual. But if you do that enough, your newspaper won't sell. It's gotten to the point these days where you don't have to worry about selling it. You just stick it out there and so many people see it and that's that. So they don't have any kind of incentive, such as not being able to sell the newspaper, to, you know, to tell the truth. If you come into my town where I live and make a claim here that I can go down and verify, and it's a lie, well, I'll call you out on it and I can prove it. But that's generally not the case when you're talking about some huge thing like CNN or Twitter. Right, but you're dealing with uh, things also on like uh, you're dealing with news spreading out on a global scale. And so even though a few people, a handful of people, or maybe even a couple of hundred might um, realize that something is just absolutely false. Mil so, the other so. millions or billions of people that are living, you know, in this country are getting their information through the news. And then the news is just telling them that these people are just, uh, they're mentally ill. They're crazy. I don't know. You have to use your own perspective. But I'm pretty sure that there is consensus in a lot of things out there. Shooting yeah. someone in the head is not right. Right? That's, that's well, pretty easy. Well, I don't no, care where you're at. No, no, no. I'm going to no. have to stop you there. Now, what if? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you counter. Go ahead. Well, because um, if you're attacking me, okay, if you've... Uh, if you're like trying to rape me or attack me, or if you're on my property trying to burn my house down, then I'm going to shoot you in the head and not feel guilty about it. Regardless of how you feel, the United States was established to give people the ability to speak out both against government and against religion or any other subject you want to talk about, whatever right. you want to name. That was put in as part of the Constitution. Hell, it's the first thing. So with all these, all these crybabies out there that are whining about, oh, well, that's hate speech, well, that, this, and, you know, hey, we've got problems. I feared for my life. Why? Because he just said he didn't like you? You know, it's, it's getting to the point where it's ridiculous. Yeah, there are a lot of snowflakes out there. There are a ton of them, a ton of them. And I wish the sun would come out and melt them away. Yeah. But, <laughs> I try to explain to these people whenever I meet a snowflake why it's so important to have a thick skin. But I'm getting off the topic. You go ahead. Oh, that's part of it. You know, you do have to have a thick skin. But I have the right to say whatever I want. And that's that's the reason that these silly snowflakes can get out there and object. Because if they were in China or if they were in Russia, what they would find is a cell and a beatdown. Yeah, and what's good, what's what's good for the goose is good for the gander, you know. Well, these they, people don't seem to get it. 
and I no. don't understand it. And a lot of older people like myself don't understand it. That you're going to sit here and complain about freedom of speech. When, if you look at it, you wouldn't have the right to complain if there wasn't freedom of speech. See, Jack, I think this is a generational thing and you know, it, it's, it's a product of what is considered progress and it is progress because you know um you know we we want to try to treat people um with respect you know and, and make sure everyone has uh you know equal rights who deserves equal rights and we've been pushing this since you know these revolutionary changes no from problem. this, I, I, no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm just saying this comes straight out of the, uh, you know, the, the the 60s and 70s, and even further back than that, you know, from the uh, Civil War, where people were trying to uh, make changes, and so people have become hypersensitive about um, these social problems, so much so that it's escalated, and these people have grown up learning to be hypersensitive and these are the people who are now um our news broadcasters and you know stuff like that that's where it comes from i think well that may be where it comes from but personally i don't care where it comes from it doesn't really matter where it comes from what you need to deal with is what's going on right now i mean people freak out over these words but they're just damn words they don't how you behave if I walk up and use one of those words and uh, spit on a person or punch them or something, yeah, okay, now you can step in, definitely. The law needs to step in. But to walk by somebody and call them a name and you want to make laws against that, I'm sorry, you're, you're hypersensitive and it is a joke. And what it's going to do, this hypersensitivity, is either going to either America will fall or we'll start it. They'll start another civil war. And let's yeah. see, let's see who lasts the hardcore people who believe like I do in the constitution and freedom of speech and freedom of religion, freedom of the press, all those kinds of things. You're, you're, you know, you're right to bear arms. All these old hypersensitive people are coming in and saying, Oh no, we can't have that. All of that leads to oppression. Yeah, you're right. It's and it's unsustainable. And no, it definitely is unsustainable. And yep. eventually, um, you know, when you know, once people start making these laws to restrict what you can say, um, or what you can write, or whatever, then it's going to begin to infringe on those already. Um, super super sensitive people and then they're going to go oh my god now i now i can't say anything you know well it'll be too late by then right it'll be too yeah. late by then it's like the silly mask bullshit <laughs> all these masks silly all right and i know everybody's all freaking out freaking out freaking out it's amazing that nobody wants to look at the facts that existed well before this virus came out Mm -hmm. The little blue masks do not block anything but dust. That's it. You know what I call them? I call them chin bras because I usually wear mine over, over my chin or I call them uh, over the, over the ears, nose gear. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty incredible and pretty useless. I mean, there's really are we getting into an entirely different subject? Actually, what you're getting into it, it it still connects because you mentioned earlier about where the world is going and where the world is going is globalist. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty obvious. Because, you know, these big tech companies like Google censor the hell out of you. So they decide who gets to say what and when and where. Well, there's all there's always um, there's always word of mouth and um, maybe a local physical newspaper. If people still still read anymore. (laughs) The Internet is not owned by Google. They don't own the damn Internet. I didn't, need them. I didn't need them when I first got on the internet and I don't need them now. Mm-hmm. You know, I can uh, create a web page, send out emails to people, do my own little podcast right on my own web page. Yes, you can. So depending on, and this is where a lot of the problems that we have are coming from. It's easier Right, it's convenient to use. Very convenient to use Google or whoever. YouTube. YouTube used to be great. I used to love it. I went on there. I saw lots. I do a lot of martial arts, so I saw a lot of information on there that I've used that uh, we've actually, you know, sometimes you get to communicate with some of these people in various parts of the world. I've been in communication with people in Australia and people in the UK. Uh Um. It's great, but now, hell, you got to watch what you say, or they will shut down your YouTube channel, or they will demonetize it so you can't make money right. off. You know what I saw on YouTube the other day? Um, it was they've added fact checking to uh, <laughs> to to some to some YouTube videos. Like sure. they will, um, like I. The, it, it added a link to a wiki article that was basically um, uh, saying that the video was bullshit, but they're putting it up there for educational reasons, but don't, don't listen to the video because this is what the wiki says. So they want you to believe wiki. Well, that's just, anybody can write something in there that that's not fact checking, you know? Right. Well, I call it fact checking, but you know, basically they're trying to, um, you know, they're, they're trying to dissuade people from taking certain videos uh, seriously by um, putting a, right. we, a wiki link. Right. And they're claiming that that video is fake based on the wiki leak link, whatever. Right. You should, you should listen to but, it. But anyone can go into wiki leaks and edit any of the information that's there. Anyone. Yeah, so, that's... It's the true. guy that the person that wants to put misinformation out, she goes to WikiLeaks, fills it in. Now you're going to use the YouTube channel. You look at it. It tells you to go look at WikiLeaks. You go over there and look at it. It says it's crap. Right. But the guy. And who do we know how to? And who do who do we know to uh, to trust? Really. Verification. To get our facts from multiple, right. Multiple sources. Yeah. Okay. That's just like in a courtroom. I mean. They like to have multiple witnesses. If you got a dozen witnesses that say they saw a person do something, that person's not going to be able to say, no, I didn't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Well, and, that's what that, I try to do. That's that. But see, the media people aren't doing that. They'll give you one source and tell you that's where you got to go look. 
And that source is questionable. Yeah. So uh, that kind of stuff, just even ones that claim to be, you know, for real, like when, say, somebody like the Washington Post claims that they fact check something. Well, I'd like to see the evidence of their fact checking. Just because they say it doesn't mean it's accurate, doesn't mean it's real, doesn't even mean they did it. Yeah. Just words. Well, I think the majority of people, and I'll, I'll use the 80% rule again, I think 80% people, percent of people will actually just go along with what uh, your mainstream media um, oh, yeah. broadcasts. And then the other 20, then maybe out of the, out of that 20% that's left, probably, I don't know, 18% of that, of those people will just simply become desensitized to uh any facts or any information altogether, they'll just stop caring. They stop caring because they can't tell who's lying and who's not. This channel says it's true. This channel says it's a lie. Both channels say they fact check their information. So how do you, how do you figure it out? I don't, I've quit listening to the news. I figure what it's come down to is what goes on in my neighborhood. Yeah. What I can see in my town. Well, they must. I don't care. Yeah, they must realize that, um, you know, that that this desensitizes people to uh, any kind of truth whatsoever. And so that that makes me wonder why, why, you know, why do they, why do they want to do that? What's the end game there? Why do they want to desensitize? And Divide and conquer. Yeah. Where do you get people to separate it from each other? the less chance you're going to have of getting a collective consensus. Say that again. The more you separate people, uh-huh. okay. whether they believe in that website or that newscast, and I don't, you do, and all that, all you're doing is dividing people. Yeah. By true. dividing people, you weaken them as a, as say a nation or as a group. So if all you right. take a particular group of people the people that believe that the hail bop comet's going to come back and destroy the world. Well, if you put up the right information in there on both sides of the coin, pretty soon, as you put it, these people become desensitized or divided. Yeah. And they can't reach a consensus anymore. If they can't reach a consensus, then the group as a whole has no power to convince anybody of anything. Yeah, that's, that's true. But, and that would go with uh, the Democratic Party, the Republican Party. That would go with, look at, you know, people that we used to think that we could trust certain groups. Okay. You take uh, the Smithsonian. They've lied about all kinds of things. Right. That's all. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah, I get it. But it, it may be. Yeah, we go off into that about all the stuff they've lied about. Well, the point I'm trying to make is that we, people have relied on institutions to tell them the truth for decades. Right. And it was the truth as it was known at the time, but things have become so convoluted now uh, that those institutions, technically, you cannot rely on them for truth. But the people that have been indoctrinated into believing that these institutions always tell the truth is the problem they're having now. I've got friends that when they see it on the news, it's the truth. Right. And you must be crazy 
if you're not listening to it, there must be something mentally wrong with you. Well, I've had them get quite mad at me when I've seen things on the news and they tell me about it. And I say, oh, no, that's that's not true. Oh, they get you, really upset. You you poor mentally ill man. We should feel the sorry for you. <laughs> the only time I can do that and the only time I do do that is when I can prove that what I've heard is a lie. If I can prove it's a lie, then I'll stand up against it. That's getting harder and harder to do. Because now you can't use these social media platforms to obtain evidence. They block people like that. They don't want you having that. I don't know why it's like this, but it is. Mainly because I think that ethics has gone the way of the dodo bird. No such thing as ethics anymore. Most of these people probably can't, most of these people can't even define the word. But there's a lot of that. It's acceptable to lie now. It's acceptable that everybody lies. doesn't matter what you're talking about either. I think that it may actually be the result of um, an unintended result that everyone is kind of succumbing to or has succumbed to. And that's the, um, you know, the, 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 the money system mixed with uh, the news and the the need to make people into a product in order to make more money um, has created this kind of monster that you know where people will say anything and try to sell you anything any kind of idea you know as long as they can bilk you out a bunch of money well that's just one of the problems we have in this world that goes on too yeah i mean that's definite i i uh once again, you're talking about ethics and things like that, and people just don't get it. And I feel like, I think most people will say privately, of course, they're not going to get out there and admit it to the world because then people will point a finger at them. But most people would, if they can get away with something, then they'll do it. No matter how illegal it is or right. unethical that it is, if they know they can get away with it, they'll do it. Yeah, that's just human nature. No, I disagree. I've known a lot of people in my life that were quite ethical and would not do things just because they could get away with it. Yeah. That's what but, religion's for, is they, they need to find Jesus <laughs> so they can get some morals there. No, I'm just joking. Like, um, you're relying on your morals from, what did you say, Jesus? Well, my point was, is that, you know, religion has tried to, I know, I know. Three Mediterranean death cults. Right, right. Um, but yeah, you know, religion for the longest time is, uh, has been responsible for um, taming the beast of mankind, so to speak. And at the same time, uh, responsible for, you know, causing us to uh, murder our neighbors and do all kinds of other atrocities. Sure, why not? I mean, <laughs> kingship and priesthood. <laughs> but uh, besides um, besides what you said, I, I also see um, media being used as a kind of um, media, media terrorism. You know, there's this, there's this, um, there's this method or technique that's that's called problem. I think it's called problem solution resolution, 
and that's basically put people into a state of shock so they're more vulnerable mentally vulnerable and then offer them a solution and then come in and um and implement that solution well i generally just uh put that under the idea of propaganda that's what it is it is propaganda but yeah people are uh, mentally susceptible when they've been when they've been put into a state of shock and that's that's what i see a lot on the media you know it's really dramatic and uh the words the language that they use you know pandemic sweeping like fire over the united states and everyone is begging begging for the uh you know the vaccine and they can't get it yeah <laughs> okie dokie yeah you're right right is, are, are they are they are they begging for the vaccine really Apparently. or do no. you want us to think that they're begging for the vaccine actually some of them are right the two people that i know there are two people i know that are just uh going berserk getting online every day trying to see when the vaccines are going to arrive and when they can get them and all this kind of stuff my god it's kind of sad to know that people are actually anxious to get something stuck in their bodies that could kill them yeah that that person must must lead a a horrible horrible life i mean no they lead a life that is led they are led by the propaganda that's spewed through their. Well, I just mean horrible because they're, you know, they're obviously terrified if they're, you know, oh, yeah. panicking to go out. Oh, that's such a joke. Yeah. And I'll just kick back. This old man will sit back and watch all these people drop like flies because they're running around taking a gene editing goddamn shot that has a high chance, I'd say, a high chance of killing you. All right. And not only that, but the media, you know, the terror that the media is inflicting upon people who actually um, take it very, very seriously is causing, you know, can cause anxiety, which can lower the immune system and, and cause people to go ill. Well, I know all this is like side effects, you know, people getting ill, people dying, mm-hmm. adverse reactions, et cetera. The only reason that they're doing this whole COVID goddamn nonsense is because they're preparing us for what's to come. Uh, globalization? Well, no. We've got all these idiot doctors out there doing gain-of-function research on viruses. And eventually, eventually, statistically, or what are you going to call that? I don't fate. Okay, your probabilities, all that kind of stuff. Sooner or later. They're going to create a virus that will kill 99% of the population and it's going to get loose and it will wipe us out. Maybe 100%. But you can't get these people to stop because their mindset is, well, I'm just trying to make it. I'm trying to make our defenses better. So the only way I can do that is if you make the virus stronger so I can then beat it. Then if I can beat it, then anything that pops up out there, I can beat. (laughs) <laughs> well, that's not true yeah. because they can create viruses in the lab that cannot be defeated. If those ever get out, we're doomed. And this is not just one place. It's not just like Wuhan, China, that's doing that. The hell we do it here. We do yeah, it all over yeah, the United yeah. States, everywhere, and mostly at the universities. 
or close to them, like where I'm at, they're just down the street. There's genetic engineering going on. It's not at the university, but it's damn close. Well, it's going to be an interesting future for sure. And I can't wait to see it. That's all I have to say. I can't wait for any day to come. You know, I like, I, it's all interesting. The end of the <laughs> world, you know, we get to, we get Stephen King's The Stand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, that's what we're talking about. We're talking right. about a virus that gets out of a lab that kills 98% of the people on the planet, which is exactly the same scenario that we mm. are dealing with in this bullshit pandemic. They let a virus out. Now, it's only killing about 2%, which is, you know, the exact opposite of the stand. But the, the whole point that everybody's missing, oh, well, they did it. No, they did it. Oh, they did it. I don't care who did it. They're doing it all over the place. Every country that has the ability to do this kind of stuff is doing it. And sooner or later, somebody's going to screw up. There should be an absolute moratorium on all gain-of-function research. I don't give a damn what you think. It should all stop because that one in a million chance is eventually going to happen. And then it'll be bye-bye humanity. Um, do you think that's the end game to this? We, you and I have talked about this before. Oh, I know, but we're Human talking about this for the sake of the listeners. Human civilization is not ready for that. What do you think the uh, end game of this media control is? Like, what to what are they America. what are they trying to do? What are they trying to accomplish? Or trying is to they... break America. Look, that America who, is who only... is trying to break America? Russia, China, India. But just about every country in the world that does not have the same kinds and levels of freedoms that we have. This, this has been discussed for decades. So who owns the media? Very wealthy people. Just a handful. I don't know. You know, Bloomberg, there's one. So why wouldn't it be uh, those people and well, their, after their the, agenda? They're after their globalist agenda. They've got this utopian idea that they can just force everyone to comply with what they want. Or it could be that the globalists being in charge the way that they are have decided to thin the herd. Well, you know, I, I am not, I am not against um, uh, reducing the population of the world. I think it's necessary. I don't. I, well, I mean, if we can manage to, um, you know, terraform a planet or something like that and spread out, then we wouldn't have, we have any enough problems. farmland to feed everybody on the planet. No problem. So you don't buy into the whole overpopulation. No, it's garbage. It's garbage. You mind but, uh, explaining why you think it's garbage? Oh, yeah, sure. No problem. Uh, look at all the corn that's grown to make ethanol. Uh huh. And we all know, even the people that make the stuff, that it's a waste of time that it does not improve the economy, that it does not improve gas mileage, that it does not reduce the dependence, you know, for creating harbor, uh, hydrocarbons. It doesn't do any of that. It's just, you're just burning a different fuel, but you're 
you're wasting a huge amount of land growing corn that's not used for food. There are huge, huge tracts of land, hectares. You, you make a good you make a good point. Yeah, I see what yeah, you're saying. That's used for garbage product. We don't need it. How about growing tomatoes there, or cantaloupes, or watermelons, or beans, or you know? There's no reason. It's just that everyone is um, you know centered around these large cities, and it because everyone wants to be where everyone else is. And that's basically. fine. That leaves more farmland. Yeah. If you pull the people into the cities and they all live in the cities, mostly, you know, you've got a hell of a lot of farmland. You take all the cities away and don't let anybody live in a city, give them all a house with a quarter of an acre of land around it, and you're not going to have any farmland left. So some of the globalist actions are to do just that. They want everybody living in cities. And there are programs out there that are in effect that kind of perpetuate that they want that to happen yeah you know i would and like they, to look into the uh, overpopulation um see i don't think thing. we're overpopulated yeah i'd like to look into that closer just to be a little more informed on that i've actually watched uh, there's a video on youtube called the uh, overpopulation myth which it is uh, which uh you know says something similar to what you're saying it's basically saying that there's plenty of land it's just that you know, everyone is packed tightly together. Well, the biggest problem, you, people aren't used to big numbers. Nobody's used to big numbers. How many is a trillion? Can you see a trillion? <laughs> you can't grasp it. So like, uh, you know, and I hate to harp on it, but it is a good one. The coronavirus, I got everybody scared shitless, scared to death. They're all scared to death of the big, bad coronavirus. It's killed over 2 million people worldwide. That's terrifying. Okay, it's not. It's a joke. It's less than 1% of, it's less than 1 1,000th of a percent of the world population. If you took all the people in the world and you represented them with a little tiny bead, like a BB or a grain of sand or something, and you spread all 7.8 billion pieces out in front of you, mm -hmm. and then you interspersed 2 million beads in there that were orange, you probably couldn't even find them. Right. So, so let's just say for fun that uh, wait, wait, someone wait, wait, wait. did. Okay, go ahead. What I was getting at is people aren't used to handling big numbers like this. So when you tell people there are 7.8 billion people on the planet, they're in a state of panic because they think that's too many, but they can't even grasp it. I've talked to people right here in my own city and said, how many people live here? Oh, I'd say about maybe a million. So, well, well, I think I'm guilty people. of that too, Jack, because it well, sounds like an awfully big people, number to me. But people don't understand it. Where I live back in the 70s, 80s, in the 80s, for sure, there were 1 million people in this county. There's now over 2 million in this county, but nobody recognizes, they don't see it. Right. But you also have to consider the, the amount of trash and pollution that that many people causes. Okay. Too. Why do I have to consider that? Well, because you're living on this planet and, uh, you know, if, if it's being polluted, then the environment's not going to be healthy for you. Then the best thing I can, the best answer I got to that one is because we are kind of a parasite on the planet. 
they don't want to go confront their politician or they don't want to go up to their school and be a part of that and find out what's happening. They don't bother. They're too busy. They're Avoid it, avoidance is human nature. So, I mean, it yeah. sounds like really what needs to uh, happen is uh, people just need to evolve. You put the brakes on. Uh, so are you talking about technology? Yes. Yeah. Well, that uh, might work. Don't need a new computer every six months. Sorry. Apple, Macintosh, uh, Windows, whoever the hell's out there, Apple. Okay. We don't need new shit every six months. The only reason they do that is to make money. That's it. There is no other, nothing else. It's I was gonna, just to make more money. I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah you're, That's abs- all you're absolutely greed. right about that. Yeah. You know? It's about I mean, greed and this is, you know, we're, we're supposed to consume and in order to consume, we have to have the money to do that. And so we're working all the time, which makes, you know, people too distracted to actually think about the problems. That's what, that's what the Democrats right now, that's what they want. They want to bring in all these people, all these immigrants. And the reason they, I got nothing against them. I know lots, but the reason they just want to just flood the country with immigrants is because they'll be buying new things. They'll be buying up all the stuff that we have taken for granted that they don't have. They'll come here, buy iPhones. They'll buy computers new cars, decorations for their house, you know, all the things that big business here wants to happen. America has always been a consumer nation. We were the greatest consumers on earth, but now it's switching over to China. China will be the biggest consumer on earth here in just a couple of years. Yeah. Well, I don't think anyone's ready to change that until uh, society can can see some sort of injury from it until it really you know like i like i always said until people until you walk out your door and bodies are blocking your front door and you have to scoot it over then people are going like eh it's no there's no problem i'll just continue doing what i'm doing yeah well they can always lie that's what the media is good at lying yeah i think this is a good place to a good place to stop the conversation, stop, stop the video at least. So um, I'm going to say goodbye to anyone who is listening. Thank you for, for listening. And um, if you enjoy this pod podcast, then um, I'm going to have a donate button that you can click on if you want to um, donate. And otherwise, uh, send us an email and make some comments. And that's it. I'll see you next time.